Welcome to the Live to 110 podcast. My name is Wendy Myers, and you can find me on LiveTo110.com. And you're watching the new video podcast, the new Live to 110 video podcast that you can find on YouTube at Wendy Live to 110. Today we are interviewing Susan Leahy. She's a very close personal friend of mine, and she's so amazing, has such amazing energy, and is so inspirational that I you're gonna love her too. And I just had to have her on the show. Susan is an inspirational speaker and communication specialist whose mission has turned to focus on helping to empower women personally and professionally. And Susan's passion of motivating women led her to found Aqua, the American Collegiate Women's Association. And this uh, association supports the development of collegiate women across the nation by providing powerful leadership conferences and a networking and community for collegiate women to learn experience and increase their personal confidence. And Susan has a master's degree in applied behavioral science with an emphasis in coaching and consulting from Bastyr University. And she also gives really good relationship advice. (laughs) Susan, thanks for coming on the show. Uh, Wendy, thank you so much for having me. I love the work that you're doing with Live to 110. It's amazing to watch it. And you're just, you're amazing. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm amazed at what you're doing. And I was really excited that you started this association to help women in leadership, and I'm excited to be a part of it as well. And so why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and why you decided to found this organization? Yeah, and well, I've been working within colleges and universities for the past 15 years. I mean, right when I graduated from college 20 some odd years ago, I would come in and I would do workshops for for uh, the student leaders there. And it's been something that I've been doing for, for years. And there's something magical about the collegiate years. No matter if you're a reentry student, you're going in later on in life, or if you're a traditional student, the reality is that collegiate environment, there's an openness in your in your learning. There's an openness just in, in what you're trying to become. Um, and I'm excited to be offering uh, these these conferences, and they really are focusing on women and helping them increase their own leadership p- potential, both personally and professionally. Because leadership is a skill. I mean, it's definitely some people are kind of born with it, um, but I think it's also these skills are taught. They need to right. be taught to our young women, and women in college are gung ho; they're ready to take on the world. So I think I, I think it's just really great that you're doing this. Well, and it's funny because I think that we look at people. And and we think that they have it. Yeah. And we make that assumption of, of one another. It's so easy, especially as women, to look around the room and, and see who has it. But the reality is we're all working on it. Yeah. I, I think it's important to really put that out there, that leadership, however it manifests in your life, because it manifests differently, is a learned skill that you continue to hone throughout the duration of your existence on this planet. Yes, 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 I agree. <laughs> we know we talked before the show. Um, and I love when you said that, that leadership is a full body experience. <laughs> right. Can you explain that a little bit more and what you mean by that? Well, it's interesting. You know, my master's is in behavioral science. And so whenever I do my keynotes, I always ask people to 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 just kind of get involved and to participate. And what's so interesting is the last thing that people will allow to get involved is they'll kind of say something. They'll they'll maybe, you know, elevate their voices. They'll ask questions. But the last thing that people usually get involved is their bodies. And 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 making that mind body connection when you're a leader is so crucial because you could be thinking a lot of things, you could be saying a lot of things, but if your body isn't in action, 
then you're not going to be motivating people to be in action with you. Leadership is about creating momentum, creating a movement, and you've got to have all elements of yourself, your mind, your body, your spirit, all of it in alignment, all of it moving. Yeah, because it's, it's all about body language. Your, your communication comes through in your body language for the most part. Right, right. Well, they, you know, the study, very famous study, your words, your tone, your body language and body language is like 55% of what you're communicating. Yeah. So gosh, a lot of women are afraid to just get their bodies involved. Whatever. Yeah, I am. Uh... Come on, Wendy, let's get our <laughs> body involved. Come on, Wendy. <laughs> you're going to talk with your hands. You're going to do it. <laughs> well, you know, I think that one issue with our women leaders today is that they're working too hard. And that's why I wanted to do this podcast with you to give women some power tips on how to be healthy women leaders. Right. Because I think, uh, you know, so many women, they want to be the best mother, the doting wife and a respected leader in their field, but they end up getting burned out. Right. And so, so how do you teach women to basically prevent burnout? Right. Well, you know what? And we're going to do it right now because I think example is the best way to learn. And it might seem simplistic, but you and I, we're going we're gonna to demonstrate it for your listeners, your viewers. I'm going to ask you to just take an intentional deep breath in. Ready? Here we go. One of the most important ways that we can support ourselves from not burning out is to really become conscious about how we are interacting in different situations. I think that sometimes women get so busy, they forget to breathe. You know, they forget to take time for themselves. They, the first thing that's pushed off a woman's calendar is me time, is her time. You know, we're so busy serving everybody else, we forget uh, the importance of really serving ourselves and, and doing even this little exercise of just being conscious enough throughout your day to take intentional deep breaths that are totally for you so that you can refocus, reintegrate, get back into your body. Ugh, it's important. Yeah, I find myself doing that because you're you're like, I have to do this and I have to do that and you get all stressed out and you, you're breathing really shallow and your brain can't function without that oxygen. So I, I basically, I have to constantly remind myself to keep breathing and right. taking deep breaths. Right. And so I think it's just a very simple exercise that women can do to just relax a little bit and take this. Because I want, I mean, and it really is like, I feel like everything you need to know about leadership resides in the breath, you know, and it's that sense of if you're operating from a space of being constricted and being stressed and being kind of, you know, feeling like there's all this pressure on you, you can't be in that space of expansion. And leadership is an opening. Leadership is the, 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 Ability to create the space so that something new can be created. And if you're constricting, it can't come out. Yeah. You know, and women especially are such a beautiful illustration of that. You know, our bodies are designed. You know, we're the greatest leaders. We lead life into the world. And we can't do that from a space of just pure tension. We have to expand and let it let it come through us. And I think it's really important that our women leaders learn how to take care of their adrenals and thyroid because that's one of the problems is when women get burned out, when they're working so hard, they're not sleeping enough, they're in that fight or flight mode, they're uh, they're constantly thinking about their to-do list and all the things that they have to do, their adrenals and then their thyroid gets burned out and then they don't have the energy that they need to continue to be a leader, to continue to be the best wife and mother and professional person. Yeah. Well, and, and that is, and that's why one of the, one of the stances with respects to Aqua, why we've partnered with an organization such as yours 
is that you know our conferences, the information that we're sharing, it's about how to be an integrated leader. And for women especially, it's so important that we take care of our minds, our bodies, and our spirits so that we can fully show up in the world. And you know what you're talking about with the adrenals burning out, it's a common problem that are happening with women in both the workplace and at home. And when that happens, we can't show up in the way that the world needs us. Yeah, and I think that it's uh that's one thing that w- my mission as well is basically the focus of my website the livetoone10.com mm-hmm. and my practice is teaching people how to take care of their adrenals and thyroid mm-hmm. because you you that's why everyone is so drained and drinking coffee all the time and eating sugar and they're just their bodies are just crying out to get energy and you just you have to learn how to take care of those adrenals and thyroid because it leads to poor health down the road is really the underlying cause of so many health issues well, and so. it's interesting, and it's interesting because when we're talking about this term leadership, it's like where does it start? Mm-hmm. It it really starts with the leader that you're being to yourself. How are you showing up and taking a stand for you, and how that then can kind of translate and ripple out beyond uh, beyond just yourself. So, and I think for women, we've got to take care of our bodies. If a woman is not integrated, if a woman doesn't feel good in her body, if a woman, and I'm not talking about what you look like, this is such a different conversation. This is about what you feel like. Are you really taking care of yourself? Do you feel strong? Do you feel healthy? And when you can operate from that platform, it makes it that much easier to then interact in the world uh, and deal with people outside of yourself. So leadership is really the process of of starting the internal uh, shifts so that you can match then the external shifts that you're trying to create within your families and within your workplace. Yeah, and I think one of the the main components of taking care of your adrenals and thyroid is sleep. Hello. Why don't we talk about sleep? Such an original concept. (laughs) But I think it's probably the biggest issue with uh, any leader is finding Mm -hmm. enough time to sleep. So why is sleep so important? What's funny, Ariana Huffington, this is her from the Huffington Post. This is her whole entire new just platform. You know, she was at work. I mean, very hardworking woman. She's, you know, created an unbelievable empire. And and one day she passed out on her desk and cut her forehead wide open because she was so sleep deprived. And she then started doing some research about the importance of really being able to integrate and be just just have the, the right number of hours of sleep in your in your day. And again, this is a, this is just another sign of personal leadership. Are you taking care of yourself enough so that you can then take care of others the way they need to be taken care of? And women for years have been not taking care of themselves and forsaking themselves, thinking they're doing a better job taking care of others, but you're setting a poor example. You're yeah. setting a poor example for yourself, for your children, for the people that you're working with. Uh, and I love that Ariana Huffington's new mission is about getting people, male and female, to sleep. Yeah, <laughs> I know. So she mentions that in her new book. Right. Yeah, I thought that was funny because it's su- such a basic thing, but people just forget that it's so important. They, do, they need to sleep eight hours a night, even mm-hmm. more sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think that's one thing that for me, I really have to be careful about is not working the 12, 16 hour days that I really want to be doing because I, mm-hmm. I have to sleep. I, I'm, I'm not, I want to get so much done and I want to accomplish so much and I want to, you know, help so many people. But if I give myself away too much, uh, at some point you have to pay the piper and yeah. you're, you're not going to have the energy to do that. So yeah. it's about taking it one day at a time. 
And, and, and you know, what's interesting is that we think that that Piper is something that we pay down the road Mm -hmm. and it's not true. You're paying for it now. You're paying for it in this moment because I think at a subconscious level, there's a knowing from ourselves that if I don't find myself worthy enough to take care of right now, then that just projects out beyond. I have to take control right now. I'm really excited to share that uh, I'm right in the middle of my 90-day Pilates challenge, and I am alcohol-free, I am dessert-free, and uh, I'm on day, this is, well, not right in the middle, but day 40 was yesterday. Wow. And, and it's that sense of just doing things to take care of myself, leading my own health yeah. so that I can then show up differently for the people that I'm working with, with my family, with my kids, with my husband. Um, but you've got to lead your own health. And you have to convince yourself, I have time for myself. Yes. I have time. You can. You have to make the time. Right. I find myself constantly, oh, I don't have time. I don't have time to work out. Mm-hmm. I don't have time to go for that walk because I need to work. And it's it, it, it short changes you. It burns out the adrenals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. And you can't get those back. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's really, it really is a, it's a tough road to hoe. You better keep them safe instead of try to repair the damage once the damage is done. Yeah. And I can speak from personal experience. I've been working on healing my adrenals for probably three years, three years, I'm still not there. And I've been working say, harder to do. I have been working hard on hard. healing those. I and I mean, their heal is if I go to a doctor's office, I don't have adrenal issues, but yeah. for me, I'm looking for perfect adrenal health. There you go. Optimum health. Optimum Optimum adrenal health. So on my hair mineral analysis, I'm not quite there yet, but it's, uh, I'm I'm getting there. I'm very, very close. I have to sleep more. more. Yeah. And I think that that with respects to leadership and leading, uh, you know, this model of just being this, this idea that people have to just kind of go, 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 go and burn their candle at both ends. I mean, I think we're really as a society waking up and recognizing that we're not getting the most out of our people. And, uh, and as a, as a leader and as a woman in leadership, it's that sense of how do I really support people in having work-life balance? And I can't do that unless I have it myself. Yeah. 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 Well, so, so what about fear? Um, something that we've talked a lot about, uh, when we've talked throughout our, you know, over decades long relationship is about fear and making decisions based out of fear. Mm -hmm. So uh, how does fear affect your health and basically impede you from becoming a leader? Mm-hmm. Well, it's interesting. It's like I think that I think that we need to become very aware of how fear manifests because fear is a very natural part of of our existence. It's not going to ever go away. We're not going to we're not going to stop all of a sudden being afraid of things. It just it's a part of um, the way we interact. The number one fear in the nation before death and spiders is public speaking. Yet any great leader needs to be able to manage that fear. It doesn't mean that they don't feel the fear. It just means that they've found a way of dealing with it and they do it anyway. You know, um, so one of the first things that I encourage people to do is get really in touch with how does it manifest for you? Do you fight or flight? You know, that's the first question that I like to ask people. Are you a fighter or are you a flighter? And how does it manifest? Um, I also, you know, and you might be the combination of some. My, in my relationships, I always wondered why no, none, of the, none of the conflicts would get re- resolved because I would fight, I would yell, and then I would leave. You know, yeah. so, <laughs> nothing got resolved. So you can be a fighter with flight tendencies. So it's that sense of, of, of realizing that you're not really leading if you're allowing yourself to stay in that reactionary pattern. A very simple model that I like to share with my uh, with my my clients is that you get in touch with are you a fighter? Are you a flighter? And then you become conscious of the importance of really staying 
So STAY has become an acronym that we use, and STAY stands for Stop Thinking It's About You. Because a lot of times when we get into the fear, the fear is really self-involved. They're, they're going to think I'm stupid. They're not going to like me. They're going to judge me unfairly. The fear is all self-obsessed. Fear of getting hurt, fear of losing, fear of whatever. It's about you. Fear of not being funny. Fear of <laughs> not, not having that joke land. That's one of my fears. You're like, Jared, my husband says, if uh, Susan, if you weren't laughing, no one else would be. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> But stay really has become a mental mantra that I've equipped people with to help them deal with their fears because great leaders, they don't fight with their people. They don't flight from their people. They stay with their people. Stay. Stop thinking it's about you. Creates an energetic kind of gap in your mind so that you can reconnect to what your vision, your purpose, your desire is and not be in and, and, and give in to your fear, which is fight or flight. You can't lead when you're fighting and flighting. Yeah, I just spoke on Jimmy Moore's Live and Levita Low Carb Cruise. <laughs> and so I'm up on stage and I'm speaking. And I just, people keep telling me, oh, once you're up on stage and you, you've done it a bunch of times, and that fear just goes away. I don't believe that. I, I, <laughs> because that is, I wanted I, to flee. No. <laughs> I wanted to flee from, you know, from the stage. But yeah. I stayed. Good. Uh, but my, my adrenals, they were gone and they were going for hours afterwards. Right. How does it manifest in your body? What do you think or feel when you want to fly? Do you get, do you change colors? Does your heart beat fast? What my happens? voice gets a little shaky. Okay. My voice, voice gets is a little, little shaky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell kinda, you, I kind of relax a little bit. I think it's a, it's a bold faced lie. I'm sorry. I've been speaking professionally for almost 20 years now and I still get nervous when I get up in front of groups. I mean, is it feel a little bit different? Absolutely. Um, but I still have that flush of energy. I don't think that I don't think that you're ever going to get rid of that. And to think that when you feel that, that that in some way is saying that you're not competent, confident, it's it's a lie. It's saying, oh, this is the human side of me. Now I want to go and I want to kind of move past that. And I want to really connect with my audience. I want to make a difference in this world. Well, I do want to move past being human. <laughs> that's I'm sorry, Miss Myers. That's, that's it's not going to happen. Okay. Uh, but at least I'm not like David Bowie and vomiting before I go on stage. I'm not taking it that far. That far. Just a little shaky voice. Not. I, I don't have much to complain about, I guess. And then you enjoy it after it's over, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Which is great. It absolutely. feels good. And what you have to offer is so important. Yeah. And you can't be a leader if you're not willing to offer that that side of yourself, even though you're still feeling the fear. And I think with collegiate women, especially, it really is such an interesting time. It's like, how do you give women the permission to to really be in their fullness in front of people? Don't fight. Don't flight. But really give yourself permission to stay. Yeah. So, well, well, why don't you tell me about ACWA, the American Collegiate Women's Association, and basically how you conceived of creating a leadership association that's really more holistic, you know, by incorporating all the elements of health and well-being. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think that that's really what it is, is that I, I, uh, I've been around the, the speaking world forever. I've worked in the college market for years. I, I'm, I'm lucky to ha- enough to have a, an amazing partnership with the American Student Government Association. They're going to be doing their 100th conference this year. I've been with them since conference number two. So I have trained thousands and thousands of student leaders. And I have been doing these women in leadership classes. And it, it became very apparent that uh, that that this movement of the feminine leader, that what is feminine leadership there, 
there's a desire for more information, more more tangible experience. And, and what we're really trying to offer through Aqua is experiential transformational conferences that give women permission to play and really take on a greater leadership role, uh, both personally and professionally. Well, so how is, how is the Aqua training different and unique from, say, your typical leadership training mm-hmm. that's out there? Well, it's interesting because I think that a lot of times when we go to conferences, we shuffle from workshop to workshop to workshop to workshop. And the way that the Aqua conferences are structured, they really um, are longer leadership, like longer workshop blocks so that you can actually go deeper, have more interaction. I say that we're not talking at you. We're creating with you. And, and, and that's a, a big difference. All of our aqua presenters are, are not just presenting, they're facilitating and they're connecting with and creating with the, uh, the ladies who are attending the conferences. Mm-hmm. And we have, we have women who are in sororities. We have women who are in student government. We have just the general female population who's interested in developing their own skills. So it really is a conference for any woman at any age um, that's in the collegiate market that's wanting to increase their own leadership potential. So can you, uh, so can you just give the audience and the female leaders out there uh, a closing power tip? <laughs> mm, a closing power tip. This is an interesting one. Um, I mean, I guess maybe I've got this in my brain right now because we, we started with the stay model, but you know, I want to leave you with something tangible. It's that when you get in front of an audience and you're going to be speaking, whether it's a formal event or an informal event, there's a few steps that I follow. And uh, the first one is I really encourage you to look at the people that you're about to speak to, create a connection. And I want you to then remember how important it is to feel good about what you're doing. So look, smile, take a big intentional deep breath in so that you can expand yourself. Because when we're nervous, we're closed in, we breathe. And then all the while in the background, I want you to recite that stay model, stay, stop thinking it's about you. Because great leaders are not there because of themselves. They're showing up on behalf of the people who need them to lead them. Uh, So look, smile, breathe, then talk all while you're saying the stay model. Uh, That's what I have to remember to do is to smile. (laughs) I know. Because I, I, you know, I'm a very happy person, but I get up there and I have a serious message. Right. And I'm nervous (laughs) and I'm like, hello, my name is Wendy Myers. And I just get in this robot mode. (laughs) Right. Well, it's funny because if you think about it, it's all connected to us constricting. You don't smile because you're constricting your face muscles. You don't breathe because you're constricting your lungs. And the reality is... We can't be leaders unless we're in our own personal expansion. You have to expand. You have to become more. You have to let yourself move outward if you're going to really give outward. So uh, I I appreciate you giving me the platform to talk a little bit about Aqua. And I look forward to our partnership uh, and really bringing you into some of the conferences and having you speak to some of the ladies. Oh, I am. I am thrilled. I would be so honored to do that. And, and this has been great for me, actually. I'm glad we did that. We had this talk just for my own personal uh, improving of my own public speaking skills. <laughs> um, but, you know, I have a question that I like to ask all of my guests. Yes. Um, we do this on every podcast. What do you Oh my think- God, I can't believe it. Uh-huh. it out. <laughs> Did it bugger out? <laughs> I thought it buggered out. Okay. Go oh, ahead. no, no, no. No, sorry. We were having technical issues earlier, but it's fine now. So what do you think is the most pressing health issue in the world today? 
Deep. It's heavy. Deep. The most pressing issue in the world today. I'll tell you, oh gosh. Um, I think that childhood obesity is a big deal. And uh, when you don't see those kids, when, when you see kids kind of sitting in front of the television and eating the foods that they're eating and it's manifesting in their bodies, uh, we as adults need to do something about it because our kids deserve to have a strong foundation to live the, left, the rest of their life on. Um, they don't deserve to dig themselves out of a hole that we put them in. And so I think that I think that's a huge issue um, that we need to deal with. Yeah, I was pondering that the other day. I was at a birthday party for uh, one of my daughter, my daughter's cousins. And right. there's tons of kids there. Cake, cake, cake. And half of them were obese. Right. Half of them were overweight. And it just it makes me so sad. And it, it is a huge, huge problem. And it's going to spurn. Uh, even more of a bigger obesity ob- epidemic than we have today. And so it's, it's so well, concerning. And it, really, and, it, and it directly connects to a person's self-confidence, you know, and it's not, again, about what you look like. It's about how you feel. And uh, we know that when you're carrying a 20 extra pounds, it has a lot of a lot of impact on how you're physically feeling, which is going to affect how you mentally feel, which is going to affect how you show up in the world. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So can you tell the listeners a little bit more about you and where they can find you? Ah, Well, you can find me at a couple of places. Um, You can certainly go to aquaonline.com. That's A-C-W-A online.com to learn about Aqua as an association and also to learn about our conferences that we're so excited. Um, Our conferences are are held at exclusively women's institutions, colleges and universities. Um, We're going to be at Simmons uh, University and we're going to be at Spelman and Mount St. Mary's. That'll be coming up here in the next few months. And um, so you can go to aquaonline.com. You can also learn a little bit more about my speaking services uh, by going directly to susanleahy.com. That's Susan, S-U-S-A-N, Leahy, L-E-A-H-Y.com. So you can learn all about the workshops, webinars, and presentations that I give. So those would be the two places that I would direct people to go. And you have a sparkly new website, too. Uh, (laughs) Websites are like babies. They're always growing up. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They're always getting bigger and better, and they're getting bolder. So, yeah, we're, we're constantly working on the websites. Well, Susie, thank you so much for our, I call you Susie. Thanks so much for coming on the show. That was, that was so wonderful. And I hope that you have inspired some of our young female leaders out there to, to join up to your, your association so they can get the skills that they need to go out and take over the planet. That's right. Well, Wendy, I look forward to growing to 110 with you. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you so much, Susie. Okay. Bye. And everyone, if you want to learn all about detoxification and the modern paleo diet and how to heal your health conditions naturally, just go to live110.com and check out the new website. You can also find me on Facebook and Twitter at I will live to 110. And you, uh, thank you so much for tuning in. You have just been listening to the Live to 110 podcast.